Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? Welcome, but we are a Bible teaching church. I don't know if you know that about us. Hopefully you do, but we hold to the Word of God and we teach the Bible. And, you know, as one of my favorite pastors used to say, we don't have sermonettes for Christianettes, okay? Um, We go through the Word of God. And I just warn you because, look, we're going to feed you after, but the the passage today, we're going to cover 27 verses before you get all upset. It's, It's a way for you to apply what we're learning because Jesus is going to teach for hours in this passage and then he's going to feed the 5,000. So we're going to go for hours today and then we're going to have a potluck. The food will be cold, but don't worry about it. (laughs) It'll be fine. So um, if you would, though, get your Bibles ready to Mark chapter 6 and I'm going to attempt to finish this chapter today. We're going to finish it, Lord willing. But two weeks ago, we we looked at um, Jesus sending out his 12 disciples on their first missionary journey. And I think that was a pretty neat thing that he was, he was sending them out for the first time. He gave them gifts, the power to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and to preach repentance. In any case, so he sends them out, and we looked at uh, all of these men they had been learning, these disciples had been learning so many lessons from Jesus that, like you today, have to apply to your own lives, they were learning all of these lessons. And then last week, we looked at the fact that there was this narrative placed in the middle of uh, Mark chapter 6 that John the Baptist was beheaded. He was killed. And we went, I won't go back into the whole thing. Remember, it was, it was this wicked line of, of this wicked family, you know, whose family tree didn't really branch. <laughs> Remember, I won't go into all that, but um, this wicked line of Herods, these evil people, and we saw that they beheaded John. But I told you that was for a purpose, and I believe it was placed into Mark chapter 6 for a purpose because it was right after Jesus sent out his disciples. And I talked about how John even said he had to decrease for Jesus to increase. And the other thing about that, and, and I didn't mention it, I don't think, but, you know, John's mission on earth was done. And so the Lord took him home. And I want to just remind you, the same is, is true for you and me. You know, if you're still here, if you're still breathing, most of you are, right? If you're still breathing, God still has a purpose for you and for me. You're not done yet. Do you realize that? If you're still around, you're not done yet. God still has a purpose for you and a plan. Now, you have to get on with that plan, and we're going to talk about that today. But the same is also true in that we have to decrease for Jesus to increase in our lives. And that's what we saw in Mark chapter 6 last week with John the Baptist. That's why that narrative was placed in the middle of this chapter. But now today we're going to see phase 2 of the discipleship training. We're going to see phase 2 where the disciples return from this missionary journey. And they're going to report to Jesus about everything that they saw. And what we're going to see is these disciples go from what are called disciples, which we all are, 
to the first use of the word apostles. They transition from disciples to apostles. And this is something each one of us need to do as well. Because there's nothing worse than a bunch of Christians who get stuck in just being disciples. Apostolos, the ones that are sent out, the ones who do the work of the ministry, the ones who serve others, the ones who serve the Lord. We are to be apostles. We're not just to be disciples. If you're stuck in your rut and you're just stuck in being a disciple, you will cause problems, just so you know. And if you're causing problems, this might be your issue. So pay attention. Take notes. Or at least mental notes, you know. And, and before you, you know, get too offended, understand I think all of us have been there in our lives, in our Christian walk. But there's going to be this transition. And so with that, Mark chapter 6, verse 30, I'll just read through verse 32 and then we'll dive in. Mark chapter 6, starting at verse 30, Then the apostles gathered to Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said to them, Come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they departed to a deserted place in the boat by themselves. And Father, this is your word. And Lord, we pray right now in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, who is the Word made flesh. We pray that you will pour out your spirit upon this service, upon each one of us here today, that you will allow your word to sink deep into our hearts and to change us from the inside out. We love you, and we thank you, and we honor you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so now these disciples, they have transitioned to apostles. And I can't even say that term anymore these days, right? But this is a good transition. This is a godly transition, to transition from disciples to apostles. And we see that they, this happened because they were sent out. They were sent out on their first missionary journey. And then they come back. And I just think about this and, and picture this in your mind. They come back and they sit with Jesus and they're telling him all the things that they saw and did. Isn't that, I mean, just picture it. You could imagine these guys were excited. They just healed the sick. They'd cast out demons because Jesus gifted them with those powers, with those, those spiritual gifts. They've been preaching repentance, and they saw many repent. And they're probably sitting around the fire talking to Jesus, and he's probably smiling. Could you just see it? Do you know the Lord loves to hear from us, just like these apostles, these disciples? You know, he wants to hear from us. He wants you to talk to, you, to him about your day and about the things that you see in life. And have you, ever, have you ever gone out and done ministry, done something really amazing, and you saw amazing results, and then you just couldn't wait to tell people about it? That's the heart we need to have with our Lord. He wants to hear from you. And sometimes you've got to get alone to a deserted place. Don't you know that? And the deserted place, by the way, can be your own home if you just turn off the, the TV and the Internet and the dumb phone, you know, the stupid phones that we call smartphones. If you turn those off and just get alone with God, it's a wonderful thing. And sometimes we need to get alone together with our spouse and the Lord just to study and pray or our kids just as a household, those are good things. You know, I was reminded painfully this week, you know, um, you know, sometimes I, this flesh, I, I just, I can't wait for that brand new body. First of all, I already told you guys, I'm going to be nine feet tall. That's a short man's dream. So those that are first shall be last. Those that are last shall be first. You know, last week I, I burned my eye. I thought it was allergies or something. I burned my eye because I was grinding some metal and stuff on Saturday. And I thought it was just allergies, but it was a, like a welding burn. And my eye got really bad. And then Monday, I wake up in the middle of the night, Sunday night, Monday, with a fever, and I got sick. 
And I was sick, and I was on my back for a few days. And it's very humbling, and I don't mind telling you this, because whenever God teaches me a lesson, he kind of makes me tell him myself. So, you know, it was one of those things where sometimes when we won't get alone with God, when we won't just spend more time with him, when we're just busy with everything else, <laughs> he knows what's best for us, doesn't he? You know, the thing about being so weak and when you're sick, it's like fasting. You know, you become weak and you, you start to rely on him and you start to realize just how weak you really are. But I have to tell you, it was a wonderful time of just spending time alone with the Lord. And as he does, he often winks at me in those situations. And he had a couple guys early on in the week, not even in our congregation, just get a hold of me and say, hey, the Lord put, me on your, uh, put you on my heart. Are you doing okay? You know, what's going on? And I told them, and they're like praying for me, and I got to pray for them. But it was kind of one of these winks from God, because I was just spending time in prayer, seeking the Lord about everything. And when you get alone with him, when you just seek him with your whole heart, beautiful things happen. But I think sometimes we get so busy, or we get so, it's so easily distracted by TV and other things, just things that are so easy to get distracted with, that we forget just to get alone with God. Slow down. And get alone together sometimes with your family. It's a good thing. And so we, hear, we see here that Jesus, he tells his disciples that it's needed. They need to get away. Because he understands they're being inundated now too. Because they've been performing miracles. They've been preaching. And now people are inundating them as well. So much that Jesus said, or the passage tells us here that they weren't even able to eat. And so he says, you know, we need to get alone. We need to go to a deserted place. And so this is what happens. Now, the other thing about that is, when we spend time with the Lord and when we seek him out, one of the things that people often, you know, they'll come to me and they'll say, hey, I'm trying to seek the will of God for my life. What's the will of God for my life? And I tell them, you won't know unless you spend time with the Lord. You know, prayer, that's part of what prayer is, is aligning your will with his. It's not bending him and getting him to, to bend to your will and say, hey, I'll give you your laundry list of, of needs. Prayer and time with the Lord is to make sure you're in his will. And that's the only way you're going to know if you're in his will. Also, test it with the word of God. You know, in the Garden of Eden, we make it really complicated too, but in the Garden of Eden, remember what God told Adam and Eve? He said, you can eat from any tree you want, just don't eat from this one. Sin. And many times, we make the will of God complicated. There are many choices, many times. If it glorifies God, if it lines up with Scripture, you know, so don't be so consumed that it has to be this pinpoint. Now, when it is, God will show you. Okay, but only you're only going to know if you spend time with him and you get alone with him. But then look at this. Look at verse 30, or I should say 33. The multitudes saw them departing and many knew him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. So this is what's going on. So Jesus and the disciples, his now apostles, they're going to get alone. They're going to go to this deserted place. But the people know Jesus so well and oh, that this would be us. <laughs> they know Jesus so well. They know his patterns. They know where he goes. So this multitude, and I want you to understand, when we think about a multitude, we think like, you know, like a group like this. You know, you got like 100 people, you know, going after Jesus. That, get that out of your mind. Do you understand the multitude here is probably close to 20,000 people? And we'll come back to that. But they knew him, so they ran on foot and arrived before Jesus and his apostles got there in boat. And you need to understand this. They're going over... This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit golgothafellowship.org.
Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.